0: Marcus Sahaba, the voice of ahl Sunna wal Jamaa. (laughs) Nikaq de dukhe dil ka marham. Nikaq de dukhe dil ka marham. Ye farma gay hai Rasool-e Ye farma gay hai Rasool-e یہ شادی ہے بے شک محبت کا خزینہ یہ محبت کی آمد صبا آمد کا ترنم nikaaqad e dukhe-dil ka marham ye farma hai mukarram 5 minutes after 11 uh, Central African Time assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ahallan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum it's a beautiful tuesday morning On our program, The bliss of Marriage. Haji Suleiman Esop, he's uh, my engineer. Uh, This morning, he will be with me from now till 12 o'clock. He's looking like uh, he's invited to go for a nikah or something like that, I don't know. He says, Marana, my nikah? No, hey, 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 Haji Suleiman Esop. He says, Marana, my nikah? Uh, yeah. Uh, Haji Sulaiman Esop, he's uh, looking good, he's looking well, he's smiling, he's looking mashallah. And I don't know what's up with the new kurta uh, with different colors, mashallah. Uh, he says, Mulanath, as long as the heart is new. So, you know what I mean? Everything will uh, outshine. Allahu Akbar. Arafat Bin Ibrahim Hatha is uh, the name. Hope you guys are well, my beloved, wonderful listeners of uh, Sirius FM. Haji Faisal, a smile, and Hafiz Yusuf, a smile in company. I love Haji Faisal and Hafiz Yusuf Asman. I don't know when was the last I've seen the Mubarak uh, face and the Mubarak presence. Uh, yeah. Let's welcome the listeners of Sirius FM. Let's welcome the listeners of marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Uh, yes, today is the 3rd of Rabi'ul Awal, 1445, my beloved listeners, which is also the 19th of September, 2023. Where are my wonderful listeners? Are you guys with me? Uh, before I cross over to Fadilatul Ustad Hazrat Maulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Hafizahullah Are you guys with me? Quickly send me a message Says Malana. Yellow, yellow, mellow, yellow, jello uh, High, low uh, We here, yeah, we not there, we in, we out It's a beautiful Tuesday morning Remember our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132, uh, 084-786-3132. 3132 international overseas listeners +27847863132 3, 3, ustad it's a beautiful uh, tuesday morning i see mashallah you are looking absolutely mashallah ustad uh, welcome to the blessed of marriage assalamu alaykum wa wa barakatuh ustad
1: wa alaykumussalam warahmatullahi wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ma barakallahu feekum wa arfa khairan
0: listener says, I am married in community of property, Ustad. Uh, we are renting a house. So if I get a divorce, Ustad, does she still have to continue paying half my rent after we divorced Anonymous from Johannesburg, Ustad?
1: bismillahir rahmanir rahman rahim Na'hmaduhu wa nusweli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before I respond to that one announcement, Alhamdulillah, we know today is the 3rd of Rabi'ul Awwal and we know next week will be the 12th of Rabi'ul Awwal. So mashallah, one of our esteemed listeners, they prepared my nasihah, nine parts of it when we started. And you know that regarding different aspects of Siratul Nabi, sallam, the Mubarak biography, life history of the Master, sallam, and we sent it out today, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Part 1 to Part 9 and likewise Mu'ana Arafat also sent it out Jazahullahu khairan, so that you should read is very very interesting and for you the students ulama, you should use it Mashallah, there's a lot of relevant facts there and you can use it in your lectures and so forth because when Rabiul Oval starts and especially the first half of it then you will find that people want to to discuss various issues and dimensions of the Sira Mubarakah, the Miladun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi the auspicious birth, Wafatun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi the demise of the Master Hijra to Hijratun Nabi Sallallahu and the migration to Madina Munawwara from Makkah, all this took place in Rabiul Awal. Hence, try and read it and use it. Now we come to your question, brother. First and foremost, for a Muslim couple that are married, now you register community of property, your matrimonial regime. You get registered like that is haram. It's not permissible, even while your marriage is subsisting. It's haram for you. To tell your wife the rental is 6,000 Rand, so you will pay 3,000 and she must pay 3,000. There's no such thing like that in Islam. All expenses is upon you, the husband, whether it's of the wife, whether it's of the children, whether it's the rental, whether it's the water lights, whatever it is, the food, everything you have to pay. When a person recites, Ashhadu la ilaha illallah, وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُ رَسُولُهُ He or she embrace Islam. Then immediately they have to start reading their five daily salat. They have to start paying zakat and all that if zakat is compulsory upon them. Ramadan comes, they have to start fasting and so forth. So it shows that everything becomes compulsory. When you said the day of your nikah, one year, five, ten, twenty, thirty years ago, Nakah to ha to ha, I am married to her. I accept her in my marriage. Then all the expenses are on you, not on her. Never mind after divorce. Even now for you, you must remember to demand that she must pay half the rental, totally haram, and all this time she was paying, you must refund her. And you must return all that money to her for the one year, five years, and whatever. She has no business to pay that. You must pay for everything, and don't be a parasite and then depend on your wife's money is haram to do that Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's hadith in Mishka Sharif la yahill muslimin that the Muslim person's wealth the Muslim person's wealth is not permissible except between milhu, that when they pay wholeheartedly not when you come and coerce them impose upon them make big big eyes and threaten them all that is haram and not permissible
0: I've got uh, Abby Ustad uh, she says morning AK hope you are well uh, she wants to know why is it that some men can't be corrected? They become wild. Like my husband, Abby, who started.
1: Thank you, my sister Abby. Good morning to you. And we say assalamu alaikum to all the listeners and good morning to the non-Muslim listeners. So you must remember, Abby, when will people get angry? When will people reject the truth? You need to go my sister to the noble Quran and you will find all the answers there and in the teaching preaching of Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so I draw your attention my sister Abby that you must go to chapter number 7 so what is chapter number 7 suratul a'raf and there you will find in detail the entire incident and episode of satan lucifer shaitan and prophet adam so all my created adam are the masterpiece of his creation and then told the angels all of you must prostrate and make says to him all my addressed address satan also you also must prostrate he was there in paradise as well initially so he refused why he refused i'm better than him i'm superior to him and he said he defied the command of almighty allah because of his pride and arrogance so chapter 7 you must read from chapter 7 verse number 11 right up to verse number 23 and you will find the answer there so basically when you tell your husband something he is wrong and then he goes into a rage into a fury so that is exactly what the definition of pride is mustafa rahmatul alamin said what is the definition of pride that people reject the truth and the people who are telling them that they are wrong They consider them much inferior to themselves, and they belittle them compared to themselves. So when your husband is sober, when your husband is in a good mood, and you're having a chit-chat, not in front of the children, obviously you don't understand these words, my sister Ebi. Your timing has to be perfect. You and your husband sitting there watching the sunrise, sunset by the beach, and you are alone nobody is there your husband is in a good mood then you must explain to him O oh, hubby that you are causing a harm to this marriage and you're going into this fury and rage and that is your pride and arrogance you must listen and then you will see you'll be- become a better human being otherwise you're going to join his shaitan the party of satan and lucifer you must tell him sometimes sometimes when you are telling a story or you're telling him telling him to become better husband, better human being, then in there you must make one joke also. You see, one husband told his wife, Oh my darling, oh my honey, oh my sweetheart, you must always embrace the truth. So what she did, she went straight to the husband and she embraced him understood he told her you must embrace the truth she understood another meaning and she went to embrace him so you must explain to him but your timing has to be perfect because why is he doing this he considers you must inferior and he considers himself superior and his pride and arrogance will not allow him that to accept the truth which he knows is the truth deep down but the pride so that is the quality of Satan and shaitan and lucifer so you need to explain all these things to him
0: uh, Abby says pray for me and especially for my husband he has a drinking problem A.K. ustada
1: you see that yeah. is all the problem sister Abby that once they go on to alcohol, the wine, then the swine, and then maybe something else goes on, because when they are drunk, intoxicated, they don't know what they're doing, that sometime he'll catch somebody else's wife, somebody else's daughter, and they get busy because they're not in their right senses. Therefore, the Quran terminology is Al-Khamr. Khamar means ma Mirul aqla, as mentioned in Mishkar Sharif, the teaching, preaching of the Prophet, peace be upon him, that it beclouds the mind, it makes your judgment very, very poor, therefore you see people driving, see yesterday South Africa, 22 people dead, you understand, mm. who's right, who's wrong, only all might Allah, no. But I heard the minister or the MEC, that of transport day in Limpopo, he said, no, the roads are not right. Your people's brains are not right. That's the problem. So you must remember that at first you must ask, do these people really have license or did they buy the license? Secondly, were they under the influence or not? Today the cop will stop the person and check him and say, no, your levels are okay. You literally what you took one thought, whiskey, champagne and all that, but you're not drunk, so you can still drive. So now who is there to determine that? So Islam brought the solution and said ma askara fa haram whatever intoxicates now or in the future in large quantities so even the minutest quantity is haram one drop of it is haram so you have to speak to your husband and tell him that the marriage will not subsist and continue like this because you are the one who are imploding you scoring own goal after own goal you don't want to accept the truth you want to go on your binging spree and drinking spree and then when wine and swine get together then all hell breaks loose. So that is how you have to explain to him. But I repeat and reiterate your timing has to be right when he's 100% sober in a good mood and not in front of the children and we pray for all humanity. All might Allah enhance your marriage. All might Allah let you and your husband see the true light and the true light and rage. radiance and the falgions is only in Islam
0: So Ustad, my husband fights with me When I want to see my children Or spend a weekend with them It's my second marriage And children from my first marriage Please advise what to read Or what to do, Ustad
1: Let me get this whole story a bit clear now Number one is you were married and that husband divorced you, right? That's what it seems like, and or passed away. And you have ma- children from your first marriage. Thereafter, you remarried. Now when you want to see your biological children, he blows a fuse, he gets upset and so forth. But when he married you, You didn't keep it a secret. You told him you were married before. You told him you got two, three children. So for what he is blowing his gasket and so forth. So again, the same thing, my sister, what I told sister Abby, your timing has to be perfect. When he's in a good mood and you alone with him, you must show him this verse of the noble Quran. Chapter 47, Surah Muhammad, name after the master. His honorable, blessed name is mentioned four times in the Noble Qur'an. And the Surah chapter is dedicated to him, Muhammad. Do you know the meaning of Muhammad? Muhammad sallam, means all met Allah is praising, praising him, Habibuna all the time. Who chose the name Muhammad? After the Bilad Mubarak, honorable birth, specious birth, he, Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather went to the Kaaba Musharrafah, the Baytullah, and said, my grandson is born and I keep his name Muhammad, Muhammadah, in the poetry you will find it. So you must remember these type of things here. And that name was not something that was famous, the unknown. And Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam in chapter 61 verse 6 is called Ahmad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I praise all my Allah the most and Allah praises me the most in the entire universe. Look at the beauty. Now you write down sister. Chapter 47 Surah Muhammad verses 22-23. So now the second husband of yours, In If and when you have authority, and tufsidu fil ard, you cause mischief, mayhem, chaos on this earth. See the mayhem chaos is causing. And you sever the family ties. He wants, you must spend all your time with him, and you must conveniently forget your children. But it's your blood. It's your children. You are the mother after all. You must remember that. So how can he do that? Absolutely haram chapter 47 verses 22 23 look at the wa'idun shadidun the strong warning allah gives if people continue in that path the people who sever the family ties and he wants you to sever family ties with your beloved children, Allah curses them. For aswammahum makes them spiritually deaf. You speak the truth, they can't hear. You speak of money and dollars, then they can hear properly. Allah makes them spiritually blind. So you must tell him, nay, that you knew I got children and once a week twice a week i want to see my children which i'm entitled to you got no right islamically to prevent me from doing that so you must explain to him he can't be a tenpot dictator
0: so that's he says here. This question is not marriage related, but I want to know, is it necessary to take the, it says, I think it says, meningitis and yellow fever vaccine when going for Umrah, Ustad?
1: So remember that today you get so many things that the Saudis want you must do and so forth and so on. We dead against all these things, yeah? So today 101 doctors are selling it and what and what and so forth. And you must see, if you don't, the other day some visitors came here to my house, they said that they just had to fill everything in online and they said it's so easy depending on the dollar rate and so forth. For one year visa, tourist visa, he paid 2,880 ren or something, just say 3,000 ren round figure, and he took that for one year, tourist visa, multiple entry, so you can go several times and accumulatively that for the whole year, you can stay for 90 days there, you go 20 days, then 30 days, then 30, like that. So I said, it's very good. You must take it. So I asked him, but what else did they ask? He said, nothing. You must just fall in that. So you must remember if that is the case, that you take your electronic visa and so forth. You don't have to go to the agent and that. And if they don't ask for all this, so you don't take it. So these are such that if you didn't take it and then they pass the law there, they will give you the injection there. How many times I saw it happen? Choke, the story time. One day we went in a group. So now there was one doctor. Now mm-hmm. he knew one, two words Arabic. He thought it was a big shot, you know. So they asked us, where's your vaccine card? Now I always keep my vaccine card wherever I travel, you understood. Whether I took the vaccine or not, that's a separate issue. You understand? Because we had these doctors. They just used to give it to me and I used to pay them anything also. So anyway, you must remember that. So... I was watching what's happening. So this doctor went in front. He said, Anna Tabib, anna tabib. here's my card. I don't need this vaccine. And they said, you come first. First, I gave, gave him all the vaccines again. <laughs> so they, they gave him a double, you see? One was a rooster and one was a booster, you see. So they in Saudi, you might just play, in Afrikaans is a nice word, dom. <laughs> you know, just play like you don't know what's going on and all that. If on your visa, they are not asking for these things here, so you must not take all these things here, you must remember. And if they need it there, they'll give it to you free of charge there at their airport. Mm. So you don't worry of these things here. Our fatwa is all these vaccines is not permissible and is very, very harmful. Now they are giving the children and the Jamiet ulama KwaZulu Natal, they sent out a poster and a communication, you know, to the ummah here in South Africa. The dead vaccine which they are giving to children, it contains porcine, it contains pork. Remember that. It's got the pork in it. And you come tell me it's permissible, all these things. So remember, you must tell them, I don't allow this. And you can do what you want to. Therefore, it's better you don't send your children to all these brothels and these schools of today. They will teach them LGBT. They will teach them evolution. They will teach them 101 wrong things. Mm. By the time the children come, they are Shape, modesty, sometimes virginity. Even in primary school, is gone already. Never mind high school and all that. University, college don't even talk about it. So you must remember this. That is our advice to you.
0: I <laughs> see, tell Ustad, park dorm, you live long, Ustad. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody says, Ustad, uh, I would like to remain anonymous. Uh, my daughter has South African colors for swimming. And she's a good swimmer, Ustad. And now her swimming instructor took pictures of her while she was swimming without she knowing. We're taking him to court. Please advise us what dua can we read. She's just turned 21. Ustada.
1: you can't take him to court. You yourself became Basharam. Your daughter became Beisharam. Mm. You lost your people's haya, everything long time ago. Your daughter is swimming and she's 20 years old, 21 years old, with a swimming costume in front of everybody. <laughs> so what are you taking all court in all these type of things? You all are to blame. You must remember that when this ummah is proud on haram things, you lose your iman if you're not careful. Quran, Sharif, says Surah 66 verse 6 and who is the instructor many a time it is a male so you handed your daughter to a male instructor sometimes and she's half naked and so forth and she's in a swimming suit and anybody can just take a video and take her cell phone and you know all these gadgets and all this kind of thing and you're proud of it your Muslim family should be very ashamed of that you must remember this absolutely haram if the court has to call me I will say you must arrest the parents And you must arrest the daughter Islamically That is the Islamic verdict hmm. So don't come here and tell me You're going to sue him and all that Islamically from A to Z What you as parents did Is totally haram That is Islamic verdict and Islamic justice
0: Allahu Akbar Subhanallah. 786 Somebody says But Mubtisab is it permissible to sell Foodstuff that has reached the expiration date written on its packaging. But is still edible, Ustada.
1: So yeah there are two, three issues. One is you must remember you sell foodstuff, solids, liquids, whatever and it's already expired so obviously for you to sell it is not right islamically is not right ethically is not right according to the law is not right next one is this you give it away to people free of charge so that is fine so that is now you say it's edible and so forth like medicines so you must remember the doctors know that this year is expired but they give it to you free of charge so that is fine the doctor will tell you don't just use it quickly in the first month second month or something Fine. but for you to sell it and so forth no that's not right you must remember that so islamically all those dates are there for a reason so it's not days without reason and so forth. So Islamically, for you to sell it and exploit the uh, exploit the people, the customers and clientele, is not right. And he say, no, 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 I got this on a special. But you don't tell them that this thing is expired also, you see. Mm. So that is how they play the game. You must remember that. Totally not permissible, these things.
0: Mm. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, that... Uh is it over or you still have one more bullet left to start
1: nothing i explained everything in yesterday's tafsir go open the quran sharif two twenty nine and two thirty if you gave one talaq or two talaq that is called raj'i revocable You take your wife back during the Iddat, and if you gave one, you got two left. You gave two, you get one left, right? And if you make a khula, the wife don't want to read Salat. She don't want to dress properly. She want to go dancing, and she want to wear miniskirt. She want to go swimming and wear all this in public and that. You explain to her all this is haram in Islam, so you must remember that. So if she don't want to listen, so you tell her, fine. You, the husband, as a last, last resort, will give a divorce, but she must give back the mahar, the marital gift, and so forth, both parties, rich and amicable, and agreement, mutual agreement, and then she returns that, the gold, or the money, or the gold, or whatever else it is, and remember that, then you issue the talak. that's talak buy-in." Talaq ba'in means during the iddat, after the iddat, you can't just reconcile. There must be a new nikah. So then it will mean that you will have two talaks left for the future if you reconcile with a new nikah. That's talaq ba'in. And then if you gave three talaq fi majlis in Wahidin, triple divorce one time, or over a period of time, 2010, 2015, 2023, so then all three talaqs are valid, finish. Now you can't reconcile. And then Quran is very clear. After the iddat, if she wants, that's her prerogative, she gets married, and the marriage must be a permanent marriage. Not the one hour and one day and hit and run business all that is haram. And Nabi sallallahu curse all parties. The first husband, the second husband, all of them are cursed. لَأَنَ اللَّهُ wal وَالْمُحَلَّلَ And his authentic sahih hadith in Tirmidhi, what our people call halala, and she will not be halal for the first husband. That is the verdict of the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hanbalis, and Imam Abu Hanifa's two students, Imam Abu Yusuf, Imam Muhammad, Yes, according to Imam Abu Hanifa, remember, is makruh tahrimi, also haram and so forth. But the fatwa is not on that. The fatwa we give is on the verdict of majority scholars and on that of Imam Abu Yusuf and Imam Muhammad. So you must remember, you got no bullets left. You pull the trigger, so end of the story. And now you must make istighfar and cry and make sincere tawbah.
0: <laughs> Hafiz Umar, Mashallah from Mayfair West. He says, Muftistab, I just did a Sabah Qari. I'm a Qari. Can I do a world tour seeking a wife? I've got a beautiful voice. Who's that?
1: No. You're already so proud and arrogant. I'm a Sabah Qari. I want to do a world tour. So what good is that? Go and read the hadith. You must remember it. Ibn Majah. That Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, majority of the Qaris will end up in that portion of Jahannam which is one of the worst, worst portion. Already you going in that direction, brother. That the way you spoke. That I'm a kari. I'm a sub akari. And now I want to go on a world tour. And then I will impress the woman with my voice. I got a good voice you're fooling yourself brother you're living in alice in wonderland cry to Allah and say Ya Allah use me for the khidmat of your deen and where I will teach people why so that I can teach them Quran Sharif for your love for your pleasure not for your self-gratification and the woman will say wah wah shabash calendar, and us and all these type of things yeah. so you're fooling yourself brother I don't know you mm. but what you did and what you said now is something repugnant you must remember that Mustafa Ah sallallahu alayhi wa al Quran wa the hadith mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. The best of you are those people who learn the Quran Sharif and you teach it to others. But the way you gonna read just to show off Allah's curse will be on you. Al Quran or The Quran will bear testimony for you or the Quran will bear testimony against you. Be very careful, my brother. I think you're still very young. You're still wet behind your ears and so forth you're not married and you're flying already you know Mm. so all that intention you got what you said is all haram all that in islam Mm. Yesterday in the program, asked Arafat. Mm. me, I got a crooked voice. I'm an old man now, tired and retired. You don't understand? Mm. And the lady said, Mufti sahab, why you don't take four wives? You don't understand? So I told her, but I, I'm old and cold, and I don't have money for four wives and all <laughs> that. We just can manage with one wife and all these type of things. Okay, let me give you a lesson, his Umar. Because you got the whole wrong end of Islam and the stick and everything and miswakul. He says you're judging him. So, so in Islam, you must judge people according to that. In Bukhari Sharif it comes. Said that is a Western concept, you can't judge people. In Islam, there's no such thing like that. In Islam, you judge people on the prima facie evidence. Go open Bukhari Sharif. Say now Omar radiallahu said, what we see, what we hear, that is how we pass the verdict i'll teach you one lesson you see just now that lady came non-muslim she said her husband don't want to listen to the truth he gets very angry that is your arrogance brother so therefore i'm telling you i'm giving you a lesson Tomorrow, i'm gone but remember this one sentence you want to Islam don't need me Islam don't need you Islam don't need anybody but if you want to do khidmat of deen then remember khulus mehfulus mm. what is the sentence khulus mehfulus go open one madrasa or join a madrasa and tell them what is your wages and they'll tell you tell them Kabul don't go make this way that way you must give me twenty, fifty thousand, 50,000 and all that so 40,000 you want to go then you end up in court and all that you know what I'm talking about so you must remember that sincerely you must make khidmat of Quran dedicate your life to Quran and then the money will come <laughs> but you buy the cow the milk comes free of charge but you want already everything to come and you want to sell the Quran and your voice and all that then you'll become a scholar for a dollar you're already going in that path so listen carefully to what I'm saying brother inna allah yarfa'u bihi wa yada bihi say the Umar is the rawi, the reporter the hadith is sahih and authentic in Muslim Sharif that Allah Ta'ala through this Quran elevates people and through this Quran you must remember he debases and and he disgraces people. You want to become a Mufatya and go here and day and charge people money and look for women? Allah will disgrace you very badly, brother. That's what I'm giving you advice. <laughs> Allahu Akbar.
0: Khulus may have Before we go for an interval, he says, why don't you speak about Qari Abdul Basad? He also was a Qari, ustad <laughs> So you, you see,
1: idiot you are. Not Qari, you're an idiot. Inna ka safihun. You must remember that.
0: Ustaz, what happens if Parents demand that the son marry a certain woman, but the son does not want to. What is the ruling, Ustad?
1: It's not necessary. He must marry them. The parents can't impose it. They can't even impose upon the daughter. Never mind the son. In Islam, you, the parents, can suggest to your son, to your daughter, who are akil, akila, balik, balikha, that is good if you marry this girl. It's good if you marry this boy. We'll be happy. That's if you suggest it. You make the suggestion. But you impose it. You must, then you must marry. No, you can't do that Islamically. So remember, Quran spoke of it. In yesterday's tafsir, I spoke of that. إِذَا تَرَادُوا بَيْنَهُمْ إِذَا بينهم means the boy and the girl, the husband-to-be and the wife-to-be, you must remember were such that you must remember that they are pleased with one another because of their belief structure and because of their akhlaq and character and because you must remember that they love one another, not love the Western way, they love one another's dedication to deen and so That is what is meant here. So parents, you don't have that right. You can't imp- Pose upon your son. He must get married. And why they do that? You say this is our Jat. The Mammon must get married to the Mammon. The surti and the culvert must get married to the culvert. The Apra must get married to the Apri. And mm. all that. All Jahalat, all these things here. Yeah. In Islam, it don't work like that. You must remember that. That is Gam mentality. You must remember. Islam don't allow these things here. Yeah. For your daughter also, you can't do that. You must remember. hadith. Go open Sunan Nasai and after this we'll go for a break. One day in time of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the father got his daughter married to a certain person. And she disliked. She said, no, I don't want to marry this person. Anyway, the nikah was done. The father pushed the issue. She went directly after the nikah to Mustafa sallam, and explained everything. You must remember that. So, when he did that, so when she did that, she told Nabi alayhi sallam the entire episode. Habibuna sallam, said, Your right is that you go and you tell your father you're not accepting it and we'll annul this marriage and so forth. She went to the woman. See Sahabiya, mm. she went to the woman and said, "See, this is what happened. I want to show you, Muslim woman, what are your rights. Even your own father does not have the right to impose it upon you. So therefore, I went to the master Sallallahu Alaihi to show you Dita your hukuk, hukukun nisa. What great ladies they were." and for to keep the izzat of my father and honor of my father now i will accept this person as my husband and so forth although initially i was reluctant see how uh, beautiful she <laughs> did it to show the woman she went to the master a.s. and the beast concurred and agreed with her the father don't have the right to do that but to show that I still love my father and respect him, so then she carried on with that nikah and so forth. That is our Islam. No father got the right to go and impose upon his son or daughter mm. who are sane and mature and so forth. You must and must marry. Otherwise, we're going to disown you. Otherwise, we won't talk to you. All haram all this, you come with your Indian mentality, your Colvardpur and Dabelpur and Palanpur and Saharanpur and Mirzapur. All the mentality, village mentality you got no place in Islam, these things here yeah. We must understand what Islam stands for
0: hmm. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah 19 uh, minutes uh, to 12 We'll go quick for an interval When we we'll come back, we will continue with the bliss of marriage Stay tuned Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'at Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'at Well, it's uh, 14 minutes to 12. Uh, There's a sister who started listening to your question and answer just before the break. And she's saying, uh, what about the woman's right then? Since Muftisab is saying about the father and the lady who started.
1: So I told you what is the woman's right. She got the right to marry who she wants to, but the father has to give permission. She can't just go marry a Shia and a Qanyani and whoever. She can't go marry her school, her boyfriend and all these kind of things. So the father has to give permission. You must remember that. One is the father must give permission. La nikaha illa biwaliin. So you must remember that is Sahih, authentic hadith in Abu Dawud, Tirmidhi, Ibn Majah and various compilations. One is Ijbarul Walid, that the father coercing her, the father imposing upon her. That right the father doesn't have. So there's a big difference between the two, my sister.
0: She says Maf Islam, humans Forum in Islam. What do starts have to say about that to start? No,
1: I don't agree with all these things here. Yeah. You must remember that you'll invite upside-down guests come here South Africa <laughs> and all these kind of things here. Yeah. All this is money-making gimmick. Today somebody sent me, they say one sister is going to, I don't know, some town and all that. They must pay 250 ren or 200, something like that. And all that, so must they attend? I say, me, I'm dead against all once the money element comes in you must remember that we go and give lectures everywhere not once i charge anybody so you must remember that i say no i'll come but you must pay me not once ask them So you must remember this type of things. I went there two weeks ago. Where we went? We went Dundee. We went Newcastle. We went Falkirk. We went Stanerton, We went so many places. Mm. So then I not one of them, we took money, a deal. Mm. We make, you must pay me so much, then I'll come and all that. It's all haram, all that. Remember that.
0: Let's go again uh, back to Abby. Uh, She says that uh, she likes your show and she loves islam and she's learning about islam she wants to know why a married woman not allowed to drive in islamic law and the day i come to islam I'm going to divorce my husband, Ustad,
1: Abby. So sister, Abby, I got three messages for you. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. And second one is this. If you're entering Islam, then my message to you, my sister, you see death, it is hovering above our head. It (laughs) can strike any time. So if you're going to think about Islam and embracing Islam, you must do it rapidly, swiftly, quickly. You shouldn't delay, delay, delay. No, in 2024 I will think about it, 2025. By that time maybe the person leaves the world, you know. So think properly about it. Then you separate your, you already will be separated from your husband once you embrace Islam and he don't embrace Islam, then automatically the separation takes place. You must remember that. So anyway, legal you can divorce him and that you know that law so from the south african uh, divorce point of view and so forth and then remember sister you must read the quran quran teaches us surah 33 verse 33 so what is surah 33 verse 33 that woman must stay at home you see in Islam, my sister, that when Mustafa Habibuna married his beloved daughter, Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha, then he gave and set the precedent for humanity and posterity. Mm. Oh, my beloved Fatima, my Ladli, my Sahibzadi, my beloved daughter, everything in the house you will do. So she is the minister of home affairs. Everything outside you must do, Oh Ali Saina Ali on my beloved son in law. So in Islam we will say that the woman must run the home. Therefore me I will not tell my wife Put this frame here, put this, yeah, Wherever she's happy, she must do. She wants my help. I must move this, move this. Fine, we help. But we must not dictate to her, no, I don't like this here. She's the queen of the house. Remember that. So she must do whatever she wants to do in the house, provided it's permissible. And outside, the income, all that we must get there. Now, today, I'm asking you, Sister Abby, you be honest. You're loving in South Africa. I'm loving in South Africa hypothetically if islam allowed you to drive now you are in durban you're going to drive to port Shepstone. you're going to drive to stanger you're going to drive there in durban central let's say you are driving you are alone and you get a puncture i'm asking you do you feel safe my sister i'm asking you what you will say you know the, the current condition and situation in south africa one two You know the amount of hijacking, kidnapping taking place. You just stop someone somewhere and you're alone. They pull a gun by you and all that. What will happen? So when Islam brings about laws, it's for your own goodness and so forth. Our Muslim women, they are the ones, you must remember, they're running taxi. (laughs) Whole day and night they got taxi running. What do I mean by that? So you will see the mother, she says, no, I'm in Parada. There I got my body covered, my face covered, only my eyes are exposed. Then in the morning, she's dropping her son. Then another one, drop the daughter. Then in the afternoon, bring my children. Then again in the late afternoon, take the children. Why? I have to take them for those classes and those extra remedial classes. So since when Islam allowed all those things there? Islam never allowed that so you must remember sister all this is for your own good yes if there's a real need you have to go to visit some ill people sick people you go but you must be dressed modestly properly or oh, there is some family function and so forth nikah marriage walima the banquet or the marital feast and so forth so that's fine but the conditions have to be fulfilled but this running around every day you must remember is like the husbands we we can they on to play golf? Allah alone knows what golf they play. Whether they play on the golf course or they playing with somebody else's wife and daughter, you know. So you must remember. And the woman running to the mall. We don't know who's meeting mall and who's meeting Paul. So you must remember that. So Islam don't allow that. We must be clear on this issue here. That Islam brings about these laws. See. From the time the industrial revolution started, they brought women out of the homes and they brought them in the public arena. It is, are the women safe or not? I <laughs> give you two, three incidents. No, no, no. In your lifetime. I went to America, you see, and I went inside the White House, mm-hmm. 2000. Mm-hmm. That time the elections were taking place. Clinton's term was ending, and now they were debating who won the election. Did Bush win or Al Gore win and this and all that. So they asked any questions. Me, I was just about to pick up my hand. But, you see, I'm telling you, the sister, Abby, you know, I like to speak straight and honestly. So, but my wife pulled my back, you see. I want to ask that lady there, she was the guide for all of us foreigners, over a hundred we were, mm-hmm. inside the White House. I want to ask her, did your Bill Clinton, your president, where he was busy with Monica? <laughs> you don't understand? <laughs> so today they tell the woman to come out, and then they want to exploit them and use them. One. Two, you see the Israelis, the Haramis. So now there's a tourist lady from Britain. And these five Israelis, she's outside alone. And in Cyprus, these five Israelis went to her and they raped her. No,
0: five no, of no. them
1: raped her. And now the case is coming up, court case, everything. You must remember on October the 5th. You, you get in the draft, my sister, and go in the world, MC. <laughs> then when you work, then the managing director, the CEO, this one, that one will say yes. Go read about the sexual abuse in the American army. Go read about it. It's all in order, openly. And how they treat them, how they exploit them, and so forth. So they will tell you, fine, if you want promotion, you have to sleep with me. I have to do this, do that. So remember, sister, when Islam wants to solve a problem, Islam does not go to the fruit on top. Islam goes to the root. You see, the non-Muslim culture, South Africa, all that, I remember very well. That time there, Tabu and Becky's time, the AIDS pandemic was a big thing. So you must remember, the airports, I just used to shake my head. They used to leave all the condoms there. They say, please take one, please take one. Condom culture. The more condoms you have, then AIDS will fly away. Do you really think that will help? You have to teach the people Remember There's no boyfriend There's no premarital relationship There's no extramarital relationship You have to be chaste and pure Then you can solve problems So Islam said Never mind fornication Adultery wala zina. Don't even go near it And so forth So that is what Islam teaches my sister That we must live in a pure and chaste society
0: hmm. Subhanallah Subhanallah I see Sister Abby says Thank you so much AK It's such a scary world out there There's evil people out there God protect your Muslim woman
1: protect all of us don't only pray for us pray for yourself pray for the entire human race that is what we do we pray for everybody I didn't know you were going to come and ask questions but (laughs) daily I pray Ya Allah guide humanity teach them use us so we can teach them the true light the true radiance the true effulgence of Islam we don't have load shedding only outside we have load shedding in our hearts also my sister when this heart is closed up when the Jutlas the Jews were told listen to the message and the messenger they said no they said there's a curtain there's a veil on our hearts so Almighty Allah said but Allah cursed them because of their blasphemy very very few extremely few will bring through Iman and faith I open the tap my sister Abby and I tell you put the glass and cup you put it upside down so what will happen and don't blame almighty Allah or blame me you have to blame yourself so that is our message we say Islam is the best and Islam we want to share it with the rest
0: Ustad, I am expecting, please, I need the lots and lots of du'as, start
1: Allah Ta'ala, make it easy. Write it down. We will send out the podcast. My brother Suleiman is engineering. He'll make the podcast. So if you're not on the groups and all that, then just send us a message, 71 1184 We'll send it to you. I give you five du'as, supplications, all from Quran. Write it down, chapter 37, verse 100. Rabbihabli حَبْلِي بِنَ Oh O Beloved Allah, grant me, pious children, normal children. Chapter 37, verse 100. Surah 25, verse 74. رَبَّنَا hablana مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنَ Ya Allah grant us as spouses, children, that are the coolness of the eyes. Two. Third one, Zakaria alayhis salam's dua. And chapter 3, verse 38. So what is that? You must remember, Rabbi Habli, O Almighty Allah, grant me from your side such, O lad, offspring and children that are pure, that are chaste. Inna ka sami'u du'a. You are the one who listens to the du'a and answers the du'a in supplication. Chapter 3, verse 38. Then, my sister, now you are six months, seven months, so that thought will come. I must not ever miss. I must not ever miss catch. So read chapter thirteen, verse eight. Chapter thirteen after surah Yusuf, surah Ra'd, thunder, verse eight. Allah ya ma tahmilu kullu ansah wa ma taghidu al wa ma tazdad. Only all knows what the woman is carrying Boy, girl, twins, triplets, and how many hair, what color the hair, what color the eyes, how are the features. No gynecologist, no doctor, professor can tell you all that. The contractions and expansions taking place. arhamu Everything will happen on the appointed time. Chapter 13 verse 8. You and your husband should be reading all this and abundant istighfar astaghfirullah 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 Rabbi min kulli min wa tubu ilayh chapter 71 surah no verses 10 11 and 12 when you make istighfar yumdidukum bi amwali wa banin Allah will bless you with wealth Allah will bless you with children good children and you and your husband daily give out some charity we also will make dua Allah marzuq Allah marzuqha, waladan saliha wa nabatan hasana Ya Allah bless them with a pious child and then let him grow up and develop into an ambassador of Islam inshaAllah aziz so never become negative always remain positive inshallah
0: Ustaz, we live in a home that belongs to me, but when I tell my husband that he needs to provide a home or pay rent, he says he's
1: living, Ustaz. So, you see, (laughs) you must tell your husband I said he's a mufatia. They must tell him I said he's a mufatia one he don't want to provide the home second one is this is your house and now he's staying there free of charge so you must remember obviously he must pay rental and all these things there so he must give you five thousand ten thousand rent what is the market rate there where you are staying so if it's five thousand tell him okay you my husband pay two thousand three thousand pay something you can't just be staying there like a Mufatya and all these type of things there like a parasite and so forth so he's staying he's going Tell him go so he must remember you'll come back crawling after one week and so forth who will give him free house and free food and free everything so you come from a rich family so now you gave everything to him don't make sure the house is only on your name and not on his name and not 50 50 also it must be only on your name exclusively and islamically you have all the right to charge him but as irshad as advice and nasiha don't charge the market rate just make it discount say okay have you're my hubby uh, 10,000 is a going rate. okay you pay 5,000 he must pay You must remember hmm. story time my mother-in-law she stayed here with me so you know that last year of her life that it was about six, eight months and then she passed away completely blind so I told her, Masi you're staying here to Kiraya or to Devanu no. you have to pay rental Masi? She said, 100%. This be Gujarati, you know. So I said, Kiraya Dewa, no? She said, yes, I must pay. So I told her, okay, you know how much the Kiraya? She asked me how much. Mm-hmm. So I said, Kiraya, every day you read two records for me and Allah. you make dua, you see? <laughs> so at the time, of channel Islam, my career just started in media, you know. So then, so I told her, that now I say, I'm going to the radio and the station was here in land, So it was one minute, two minute drive. So when I come back, I ask her, Kiraya, take you. She used to make that this. Number one is done, all the Kiraya. <laughs> that so that is how we go. So you must tell your <laughs> hubby, okay. You don't want to pay kiraya. You don't want to pay rental. You pay all my zakat. You see? Oh. Make some deal with him. Mm. He can't be sitting there on his laurels and thinking of Hadi. You must make the deal with him and so forth, inshallah.
0: Usta, uh, just uh, quickly before you leave us, uh, uh, the mother says, my daughter is so disappointed in moved to AK. She asked you what must she read for the court case but you judge her. He's only an innocent swammer.
1: an so innocent swimmer that somebody does haram. So what I must, I must promote the haram? So you must absolutely haram. You must remember mm. this type of things. there that you go and swim and you want to be proud about that and take the instructor to the... You went to pose, you went half naked mm. and people took your snap. So who you blame? I'm asking you. So don't come and blame us. It's like the husband shoot the trigger and treat the lux and all that. Then he can blame us. You must blame yourself. (laughs) Quran says, When calamities fall on you, it's your own deeds. Don't come blame me. What you'll did as parents and your daughter. And she's not some small child when she's 20, 21 years old. From A to Z, everything is haram. You must remember that. Okay, we are here to defend the deen and promote the deen, not here to to loop to, to bootleg people and to come and carry favor with people. We'll speak the truth even though it's better for you. JazakAllah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah.